Hi there, so my name's Tassie Weaver, I'm from the Making Every Adult Matter Coalition. Um, so first of all, thank you for having us here today, this is a brilliant opportunity for me to speak to so many people about this new work that's happening in Hull. Um, so first of all, who are MEME? Um, we are a coalition of homeless link clinks and minds, so we're bringing together um, the Homelessness Umbrella Organisation, which is Homeless Link. Clinks is the same um, for the criminal justice system, and and mine is obviously a kind of partnership organisation for mental health um, for mental health services. We did used to have um, a drug scope who represented the kind of fourth leg of the Making Every Adult Matter Coalition. Um, unfortunately, they folded a couple of years ago, and we're looking at kind of bringing on a new partner to represent drug and alcohol services. Um, so the Meme Coalition was formed about eight, eight years ago um, when these organisations came together to look at multiple needs or multiple disadvantage. Um, and there was a recognition that people who experience lots of problems all at the same time are falling through the gaps of services and systems. Um, and, and that's really because things are commissioned as a mental health service or a homelessness service or a drug and alcohol service. Um, and we were doing the same with our umbrella organisations. We were a homelessness umbrella organisation or criminal justice. Um, so we thought, you know, the easy thing to do is to set up a multiple needs service. But actually, the more sensible thing to do if we're asking everyone to collaborate and work together is to form a coalition. So that's what happened. Um, the vision for the Meme Coalition is that in every local area, people experiencing multiple disadvantage are supported by effective, coordinated services and that they're empowered to tackle their problems and reach their full potential and contribute to their communities. Um, historically, MEME has talked about um, multiple needs, multiple and complex needs. We've recently started talking about multiple disadvantage. That's because we feel like that puts the onus on the system and not the person. Um, this is not a problem with individuals and them having needs that, that, that they just happen to have. This is a series of, of things that happen because of the systems that we've created and we all work within that create multiple disadvantage from childhood right through to adulthood and leave people in a really difficult situation. Um, over the years, uh, the, the meme approach, which I'll talk about in a little while about what we're actually doing, um, has been piloted in a number of areas. And in May last year, we got big lottery funding to to roll out our work across 25 areas across um, across England and Hull applied and is one of those areas. Um, so alongside Hull, we've got North Lincolnshire and York and Doncaster. So there's a really good pocket of activity around sort of Yorkshire and the Humber region at the minute. <laughs> Um, and our kind of challenge and support to those areas is to really try and do something really radically different around people who are experiencing multiple and complex needs or multiple disadvantage. We also work with Fulfilling Lives areas. So if you haven't heard of those, they're another big lottery funded project um, that are looking at people with multiple needs, multiple disadvantage, and looking at how we can coordinate services and systems around those people to provide much better support. So by multiple disadvantage, we're talking about people who experience several problems at the same time, including not limited to mental health, homelessness, drug and alcohol misuse, and the criminal contact with the criminal justice system. 
We know that those are the four main areas that we're focusing on, but we also know that um, experiences of violence, poverty, um, discrimination, LGBT communities, BME communities, often all of that is kind of compounded together in these issues. So we don't ignore those other issues, but these are our kind of main areas of focus. Um, the people that we're really interested in are are either the people that have got ineffective contact with services, so they're sort of revolving door clients, people that you see all the time, uh, the people that you can probably think of from the services you work in now, who those people in Hull might be, where again and again they've, they've tried to get help or they've not they've not managed to or their behaviour has meant they've been barred from places. Um, or they're the people that are the furthest away from services, so they might be not the most kind of problematic people that you all think of, but actually the ones who are kind of suffering quietly somewhere that aren't coming into contact with services all the time. Um, so Lan Kelly Chase um, did a report in 2015 looking at what are the numbers, of what we're talking about with multiple disadvantage. They came up with a number of around 60,000 people in the UK um, who were suffering three or more of these um, of these problems at one time. Um, that that data was basically uh, created through service use data, so the um, services reporting who who those clients were that were coming into contact with a number of services in one area at once. Um, so we know this data is a little bit skewed because it's not it didn't capture the people who aren't accessing services who we're also interested in. So there's going to be some revised um, a revised report hopefully in the next year, but obviously it's much harder to work out the numbers for people who aren't coming into contact with services. Um, but we just want to make sure that all of the meme approach areas don't forget those people who um, are furthest away from services but often most in need of services as well. If anyone's seen any meme talks before, you will have seen this slide because we use it all the time, so I apologise. But it's quite a good illustration of the kind of person and the kind of experiences that that person's likely to have had um, who we're interested in through the meme approach work. This is one person's journey over a two-year period, a uh, three-year period, sorry. Um, you can't really see it very well, but this is all of their contacts with services. And in there, there are arrests, nights in cells, prison stays, community um, care act assessments, mental health act assessments, A&E attendances, doctor's appointments, um, homeless persons unit appointments. There's all sorts of stuff going on here and it just kind of shows that none of that worked and that person's experience didn't get any better. They didn't get any better. Um, and also alongside that, that's really expensive. That's hundreds of thousands of pounds probably spent on that person and that person's life didn't improve. So what we're trying to do is to say, can we all work together around that person and try and make at least some of these interventions work for that person. So this is a really kind of simple standard example of the kind of thing that we're talking about, um, of a failure of the system when someone has kind of tried to engage with what they needed to engage to and it just hasn't worked. So we've got someone called Steve who's released from prison on a Friday, requiring a methadone script and he's got nowhere to live when he's released from prison. Um, that happens you know, every day. Steve attends his local drug and alcohol services, but they don't prescribe on a Friday. He's made a claim for universal credit. He's not going to receive his first payment for a long time. He attends his local housing department. He's not offered temporary accommodation. He's not considered uh, vulnerable enough to be accommodated. Um, you know, very quickly, he starts withdrawing from heroin. He's looking at night on the streets, and he ends up shoplifting to, um, to get some money, basically. He's arrested, spends the nights in custody, and is recalled to prison. That happens all the time. Um, and it's really unnecessary. So even with the best will in the world, it was kind of 
our imaginary friend Steve versus all of these agencies. Um, and again, a lot of money was spent on that, and there was a recall that was unnecessary, potentially. Um, so we're looking at getting these kind of agencies and other agencies together to say, you know, in Steve's case, we all knew when he was going to be released from prison, right? So could we have organised the script and organised the housing and given him a chance of actually succeeding? Um, through the Meme Coalition, we we take a systems thinking approach to this. So we know that um, these problems are really complicated and they're really complex and none of this is the fault of any particular workers or agencies or even any whole sectors, but it's a complicated and complex system that has been created. Um, and that, that happens from central government right down to the front line where we're all kind of trying to work this stuff out. Um, People will have different understandings of what the root cause of someone's problems are, if there's a primary problem, what needs addressing first, which bits of the system are working to help this person or which bits of the system are compounding to make them more disadvantaged. Um, There's lots of really complicated and complex questions that we are trying to unpick through the meme approach. Um, And there's no kind of right or wrong answers, but we have a framework that we think um, can help to at least... Um, make sure the right conversations are had and that people are starting to think in this systemic way um, around these really complicated issues. So this is the framework that um, that we encourage areas to work around and that the partnership in Hull is currently working around. So we help areas to have I gone into it yet? So we help areas to um, build a partnership together. So we have a strategic partnership and an operational partnership. Um, the operational partnership part is made up of frontline workers who come into contact with, with the client group. So I should probably mention that in Hull, this is led by Humber Care. They're the lead partner, but the whole all, all services who come into contact with this client group are involved in this. And it may be that some of you in here today feel that actually you should be involved and you're not yet, which is great because we can then make contact later and you can kind of join in um, and get involved in the approach. So this has only been going since November, so it's really early days. So um, the partnerships are definitely not fully formed. We've kind of started with the most obvious ones around the homelessness services, police, probation, but I'm sure there's many more services who would like to get involved and, and it'd be really beneficial to be involved. So the first part is to look at the partnership. Who do we need on board um, and, and what is available in Hull? as a starting point for these people so, and what is there that we need to start coordinating um, we then look at what does multiple disadvantage look like in Hull so Humber Care did a lot of work with the partnership um, last year to look at who these people are the majority of the casework um, the client load at the minute uh, for for the whole work um, are rough sleepers and people who are out begging and, and rough sleeping in the city centre but it doesn't necessarily have to be rough sleepers so you might have other people who you think actually meet this kind of criteria and need this kind of coordinated intervention um, and then we look at how we how we start to coordinate services so we have there's the operational partnership as I mentioned and there's the strategic partnership uh, the second meeting of the street partnership is today, so it's very early days, as I said, but um, we're looking at mirroring everyone who's working operationally with a strategic partner. So who's the commissioner? Who's actually got the power here that can change things? Um, and 
we want the messages from the front line to be fed back into the strategic partnership and say these are the systems blockages and barriers that these people are facing every day. So as part of the meme, um, having joined the meme network of these 25 new areas of the big lottery funding, um, Hull has a meme partnerships manager, which is me. Um, so my job is to kind of work with both of these partnerships and offer some advice and guidance and kind of critical friend support. So over the next four years that we'll be doing this, I'll be asking quite um, probing questions of the partnerships, probably quite annoying questions sometimes about, you know, could you do something a little bit a little bit different um you know how can you how far can we push this in whole like how much better can we make things how how much change to the system can we actually make um some areas have made really radical changes um so we know it can happen so that that's partly my job to ask some of those questions i'll also be really challenging the partnership to say how are you sharing power amongst people with lived experience here we don't want to create another partnership and another multi-agency approach that happens without the voice of those people who it's affecting that's one of the most difficult things to do and we know it makes services and professionals quite anxious sometimes but it's something that we feel is really important to avoid just making the same kind of mistakes that some services have made before um part of my job is to facilitate some of the difficult conversations that have to happen amongst partners so within the meme approach partnership that has been set up in hull some of the systems blockages and systems issues will exist within those services so you know we, we have to encourage people to be reflective on their own services um that they either commission or work in and and be able to kind of say well, actually yeah this is a problem that 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 we have kind of made here and we can do something about um and we'll also be supporting Hull to take part in our national evaluation. So this, all the learning from this um, will be pulled together into a national evaluation and we'll be looking at building a picture over the next five years around what really works for people who are experiencing multiple disadvantage. Um, and then we'll be doing a lot of shouting to the central government about it, which we already do, but we'll be doing more of that. So this is currently how things... Well, this is how things look in Hull at the moment, more or less. So in the uh, light blue diamonds, um, you've got your coordinator, which sits in Humbercare. It's actually two, two posts within Humbercare. And they carry the caseload of 15 people who've been identified with, with severe multiple disadvantage. Humbercare, these coordinators work for Humbercare, but they work on behalf of the MEAN partnership. They're not there to represent Humbercare, they're there to represent the client and do the best for the client. So they basically move within all of these different services that, that the client comes into contact with. So they're supposed to be quite a neutral role. Um, and the main difference in their role, as opposed to a normal support worker, if, you're a, if you work in the drug and alcohol service, you're there to represent the drug and alcohol service and you have a kind of menu of things that you can or can't do for someone and the same in every other service and you can, you present that to the person and, and basically see if that's what what they need with the meme coordinators they're going to the person first and saying what's happening what's going on what's going to work for you right now what's going to help you make a difference and then they go back to the partnership and say this is what the person's identified can we make it happen so that happens through the operational group um and through the operational group, we hope that most issues can be resolved um, through a bit of flexibility um, and and a bit of kind of um, some person-centred working around around uh, the individual. But there are some issues that we know that the operational group won't be able to fix. Um, they're more systemic issues. They involve um, bigger decisions to be made. 
and that's where the strategic group come in. So it's really important that everything that we take to the strategic group has come from people with lived experience and from the frontline workers who are experiencing these systems issues. Um, and then at the top is the bit where the experts by experience kind of have their say, and that's something that we, is in very early days in Hull. We haven't really developed what that is going to look like yet, so that's what we're going to be working on over the next sort of few months with the Hull partnership. We did some systems mapping. I appreciate you can't see that either. Um, but early on with the operational group, um, we looked at what does the system look like for someone with multiple disadvantage in Hull at the moment. Um, and this is kind of what we came up with. We, it might not be completely comprehensive, we might have missed some stuff, but it's quite a good picture, I think, of firstly how complicated it is for someone who is in complete chaos and complete crisis to try and navigate this. Um, they've almost got no oh no chance uh, yes unless they have someone coordinating this for them how are they going to meet all of these different appointments and, and these different rules and criteria um, but it also I think helps to map out what opportunity there is um, I think often people feel like there's a lack of services available um, and actually we feel like in most areas it's not that there's a lack of services available, like everyone here works in services I think for people, but there's a lack of coordination so there's a lot of duplication of work, there's a lot of opportunities that are missed so what we're really just trying to do is bring all of this together and and it, 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 it's quite simple what we're trying to do but it's also very difficult to actually make it happen. Um, so that was our initial kind of systems mapping in, in Hull. And also, around the edge, so as, as the circles kind of go wider, we're looking at the more systemic things that you probably can't, you know, you can't change in Hull, you can't change, uh, you can't do welfare reform necessarily in Hull. But what we can do is bring everything that you're experiencing here in Hull together with the other 25 new approach areas and start building really strong um, cases to government and to all sorts of different influence and opportunities that we have. So, for example, at the minute we're doing a lot of work um, around the Mental Health Act and making sure that people with multiple needs, multiple disadvantage are, are considered through the Mental Health Act reform. If you feel like you should be part of this partnership, either operationally or strategically, or you just want to know a bit more information, if Kate can share my email address and I can uh, get in touch after. Well, thank you very much. That was really useful. It's good to